the hockey world is just full of talk today about that 2018 men's world junior team here in Canada. So police in London, Ontario, have been investigating allegations of a sexual assault by members of that team. Now, this story has a long, complicated history, but as of this morning, seems to finally be headed to court. The Globe and Mail broke this story yesterday. Police say five players have been told to surrender to face charges in this case. Now, Globe and Mail reporter Robin Doolittle has been covering the story for years. She broke this story yesterday and joins us now to talk more about it. Robin, thanks so much for joining us. This story that you have in the Globe and Mail that dropped yesterday, but it feels like it dropped a bit like a like a, a bomb. Tell us what is happening. What do we know at this point about the situation? So what we know is that the London police have asked five members of the 2018 gold medal winning junior hockey team to surrender themselves uh, to at London police headquarters to face charges of sexual assault. And this is kind of this, as you mentioned, massive development in a story that has played out over more than five and a half years. Yeah, let's talk about the timeline here. So why now? How did it get to this point where now we are seeing these kinds of developments? Yeah, I mean, I say five and a half years because this is when it occurred and there were events that were happening, a police investigation uh, in, in that ended in 2019, but the public didn't know about it. The public found out about this in 2022. TSN broke a story that the complainant in this case, a woman who is known as EM, um, filed a lawsuit against Hockey Canada, the CHL, and uh, as many as eight unnamed players on this team alleging that she had been essentially gang raped in a hotel room in London following a um, Hockey Canada gala. That's 2022. Uh, The police reopened the investigation amid kind of a fire from a public scrutiny in August of that year. And it's been playing out since, you know, more than a year ago, police filed a court application for various investigative measures get approval from a judge and in that application police said that they believed there were reasonable grounds to believe that the players had committed sexual assault so it's been a year since then um and as for why i mean i think we're still trying to figure that out but we do know that one thing that happened uh is the crown who was kind of teed up to take the case um left the role and they had to find a new crown um, and that caused some delays last year. Right, because now all of a sudden we've seen this kind of cavalcade, this avalanche of, of, of you know, consequences as a result of this. Because we still, they, they're not naming the players here. And when are they going to have a press conference about this? Yeah, London police have given the players till around the end of next week to present themselves at headquarters. And then they're going to schedule a press conference for the Monday, February 5th. Um, the, the names probably will not be, a, like, well, I would say it is very safe bet to say that we're not going to get um, a public confirmation of the names from authorities until there are formal charges laid, which is very standard. Right. Standard in the kind of criminal side of things, not so much on the sports side of things, because it, it does feel very much like the hockey world is reeling from this. Robin, do you get that sense? Oh, for sure. I mean, I've been writing about this for a long time now. And I can say that with yesterday's story, my inbox is full of messages, media requests, trying to find out more from like truly around the world. Uh, I mean, certainly huge interest in the States, Europe, because these involve, uh, you know, NHL players and there's consequences for NHL teams. And uh, I think that many people thought this maybe wasn't going to happen. 
And here I, it is. Yeah, I think a lot of people thought this wasn't going to happen because so much time had gone by. Okay, so what has Hockey Canada had to say? Uh, Hockey Canada's, you know, saying nothing. They're saying that they cooperated, and I mean, I mean, like nothing new in relation to the to the news from yesterday. Like they're they're kind of just saying that you know they've always cooperated with police, and that's that. That just seems there was no grand quote from them. I guess like, we can say when we went to them for comment yesterday, right? And you've covered this for years now, Robin. Have you seen any indication at Hockey Canada that anything has kind of changed in their attitude towards talking about this, or in terms of of has anything really changed in improving the situation for how they deal with cases like this? I don't know if I if it's fair to say at this point. I mean, I think the fact that we're asking the question is a bit of an answer that, you know, it's not just a resounding uh, feeling of change. Um, the, you know, Hockey Canada did its own investigation of this. They then provided the results of that investigation to a panel, uh, to an outside panel to determine next steps. That outside panel then reached its own final report conclusion on that. And that ended last year. Uh, but then someone has said that they want to appeal the findings of this non-binding external panel, so they haven't released anything. So we have no idea, really, how Hockey Canada is going is dealing with this internally. It's all under the guise of process of, of how things are moving along. Right. Is that, do you think, Robin, what makes this case so frustrating for the general public and, and for you covering this in that all this time has gone by and yet we still can't seem to get a kind of a fulsome explanation of what happened and, and why we're even here? I mean, I think that we have a pretty good idea of what happened the night of the incident uh, between EMC statement of claim and then this police document that they filed it's 94 pages it goes it summarizes the interviews with the the players the witnesses and the accused it summarizes interviews with EM it, it includes uh, outside investigative narratives and details what I think we don't have a clear picture of is what was happening at Hockey Canada during that time um, you know it, in particular we know that at someone at Hockey Canada uh, told one of the players that EM had gone to police and the player then contacted EM and said, did you go to police? You need to make this go away. I think that raises real uh, questions. And, and so we don't really know, you know, what was happening within this really prominent sporting organization when they're facing this huge crisis. Okay, still more questions. So what, um, what questions do you still have that you are kind of digging into over the next weeks while we wait for more information from the police? I mean, I think that there will be questions, again, on the Hockey Canada front. I think that we are, you know, the, the globe is being, because the stakes are so high, just really cautious around the um, identifying the players and letting mm -hmm. the process you know, get to a point where we feel comfortable. Um, so that will obviously be a big question. And I think there's lots of questions about the NHL. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah. More, more to come. Well, I look forward to reading about it. Robin, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. That's Robin Doolittle, reporter with the Globe and Mail newspaper. She has been on this story, oh, for years now, and she broke the news yesterday. You can read it at globeandmail.com about the latest on this case. This is that five members of Canada's 2018 World Juniors hockey team 
have now been told to surrender to police and they are set to face charges. And this is all in relation to the alleged group sexual assault that happened in London, Ontario. And so, as mentioned, you can read the full report there. Now, I know Global News has also reached out to police, has reached out to uh, lawyers to get, you know, to talk more about this case. We're all kind of waiting for more information. The players have not been charged yet, but they have been given a set period of time to present themselves to police in London, Ontario. And so we'll see what happens with that. Here's what we also know. Like nobody has actually come out and said these are the players that are involved in this. But several players who were members of that team have taken indefinite leaves of absence from their NHL teams in recent days. And those statements have been made publicly, but still no kind of confirmation on that. So, again, this is a developing story. And I know people want to see what happens next uh, because we've all, I think, been following this story for years now.